right. We're back. Sorry we were out last week. I was out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do some work training. Yeah. Um, but we're done now, so we're back. Man, didn't even tell me in the last moment. Didn't tell him. I was in... Yeah, I'm a piece of garbage. I was in the, I was in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And E-Man messages me. And you say, um, So are we good to record? Like 8.30 today? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I'm literally on the other side of the country. Yeah. I totally... And I don't know, like, how I messed that up, because I, I remembered, like, being like, yeah, I gotta... I mean, I don't know, man. Even tonight, I'm shambles, so... Yeah, it's it's, it's just busy nowadays. Yeah. Things are just wrapping up. Everybody's just doing shit. Life is kind of crazy, yeah. I've been busy. Yeah, life is lifing right now. Life is a yes. Definitely. That's a fact. But yeah. we're here. You know. We made it. Yeah, we're here now, so yep. we're going to get this shit out. Yep. And um, today's episode is basically the producer's method. We're basically going to talk about, like, generally how producers make music, the process, what they use, like the, maybe like how they use the sampler, the drums, what they do to record and all that. And then we're going to talk about what we do, because we're also producers ourselves, so. You know, but we're going to get to that. We're going to slowly build up to it. You know, it's like a casual conversation. So absolutely. Yeah. Where do you think you want to tackle this? I'm thinking. Hmm, I'm thinking we could start. On maybe like how. Old school would have done it a bit more. Okay. Like from the past and stuff. Yep. And then we yeah. can like break down kind of what they would have had to do to make it. Ooh, and then yeah. from there we can say now how it's changed a little bit maybe. Okay. And I'll probably after that we're going to, I'm going to ask you a question. Please, you're anytime. Gonna, you're going to be ready for it. Okay. Okay. All right. So the past, well, what would, you would have like producers like Premier, uh, yeah. P-Rock to some extent, like, you know, Dilla uh-huh. to like early like late late 90s early 2000s right there yep yeah mad lib you know quasimodo and all that and basically how they would produce music is mainly through sampling you would say 100 percent. like in an npc or like akai or that that's the same company isn't it yeah yeah, yeah akai yeah. makes M- the the NPCs. npcs yeah yeah they basically chop loop the old school method and I think one of the limiting factors from the past is uh, the technology aspect of it, you know? Yep. It's not, it kind of forced them to be creative. 100%. Yeah, because you, yeah. you have like, because a lot of them, they wasn't, a, they weren't like blown up yet. Like yep. a big artist yet. Yep. So like they didn't have like much money and they were pretty like young. So oh, yeah. It wasn't really taken seriously. So and then pretty much they had to adapt with the technology they had. You 100%. know what I mean? And shit was super expensive. Oh. Like, yeah. you know, like those NPCs, I mean, they're not cheap anytime, but they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. And, 
yeah, like you said, like, I mean, now it's different. People have, like, free software. Yeah. You know, it's, but they would have had to go buy records. They would have to t- take the records and put them on their turntable. Mm-hmm. Record that into, like, their MPC or their SP-1200 or old sample any sample yeah hardware and then chop up the samples put the individual drums onto because a lot of the like on the sp1200s at least i know you could load like a memory card in yeah and they would have like drum banks that i think you could buy from akai oh that is true but a lot of the time it was like guys were like i don't want because there's only so many drum packs mm-hmm. it's not like you can go on reddit and there's a billion you know yeah so a lot of times they're like well we'll just t- take records clip this drum loop and then just like trim and chop up the sample all the way down so i have individual hits yeah and that's where like the like the sampling in the vinyls will come from yes where artists were they were like born with like musicians as like family members yeah and and their family would just have like a bunch of records and stuff and that's what they would use for like their sample pack that's dope in its early times and that's that's, for, that's pretty cool because like you're just oh i could just do this right and then when they literally like hear like a sound and tv stuff they have to like oh i want to sample this yeah like i think big rock like talk about it and how like he was making music like you would hear, just hear a sound and then you want to like i want to i need that i need that yeah i'm gonna add it to my shit that's and, sick and just make a beat out of it mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool and it just forces them because they're always like being creative Totally. Yeah, I definitely mm. think yeah, limiting access to everything can definitely even like now I try like when I make stuff, I try to limit myself a little bit sometimes. Because mm-hmm. if you're like, wow, I'm going to do all this and I'm going to program all these things differently. I'm going to have this run through 14. It's like, no, 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 no. Because no. then you get lost in that and you forget about like the real, the yeah. musical ideas. It's kind of like you're getting lost in like the ocean. Yeah. And you're getting pushed by the current and you can't really control it. Wow. And then you're not. For real. Yeah. And you're not just. Because you have all these options to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get stuck with like the paradox of choice where you got too many things to choose from. So you can't choose one of them. Right. But by limiting yourself, you're kind of like working in like a river. And Whoa. Then you know the guide. And then the river just has one place to go through, which is a trail. And then you just walk through. And then you're kind of like being in that. In the moment, you know? That's deep, man. <laughs> a bit of an astra- abstract, right? No, I, I get you. That's, yeah. that's yeah. I was like tying things to metaphors in order to give a better it, it understanding. It makes a little more sense. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's think here. What kind of sounds, we, we kind of talked about where they might come from, but what kind of sounds would like... And I guess we talked about this a bit in the last episode, but, like, it varies mm-hmm. on location. And, like, obviously each producer has their own style and stuff. But yeah, what kind of sounds do you think were coming from, let's say... Do you want to talk about a specific producer or, like... Is that a better idea, maybe? Yeah. We can probably focus on one individual. Better. Yeah, okay. Um... We could do like, cause I'm thinking like start New York '90s, like Preem, maybe. Mm. Cause yeah, Preem was like definitely like one of the OGs, OGs, right? DJ had, Premier for yeah, sure. Cause he had this stuff with like Gangstar with like Guru, yeah. 
his early stuff. And then he also had like stuff with like New York. Yeah. Because he's not really. I don't think he's from actually New York, but oh, okay. he's got that New York sound. Yes. It might be from like Philly or mm, I'm okay. not sure. He was somewhere there and then he moved to New, to York. New York. And that's, yeah. I got you. That's how he and adopted that. Yeah. He's, he was kind of known where as that guy with the sound and just like his drum breaks were just like super like kind of bouncy and then yeah in a way glitchy i see it's like when you hear like yeah preem beat then you know it's preem because the drums were just so in your face yeah you know what i mean a hundred percent yeah because i remember asking you like at work yeah who did this beat yeah you're like oh shit it's preem right because you hear the drums and it's just so noticeable it makes sense it just kind of it makes sense yeah yeah his his drums have a very um I don't know if it's like swung, but it's very, it's not swung. It's very bouncy. That's like, but do do like very boom bappy. It's kind of like, it's cut to be quicker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then pretty much, I don't know. It's not really like a point where it slows down. It's kind of like bouncy throughout the whole, yeah, the whole track. And then it's just like, it kind of repeats a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I'm trying to think like, kind of sounds he uses because preem uses samples from like a lot of people sampled like soul and like jazz and other stuff but like preem does a lot of like jazz yes i'm just thinking like the nas is like beat the way he like cuts because i feel like he takes like short little like yeah like either stabs or like lines of melodies and then just samples them quite like it's not like he's gonna have a whole I guess in Above the Clouds, he does that because it's do, 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 I think that's the original line. It's very just like the short notes of like a, like a soul song or like an R&B song, you know? Yeah, little shots. Yeah. It could be like any time in the instrument where it's like, it just comes in and goes. And he, he really does like the chopping kind of stuttering thing a lot. Like even when I'm throwing out like kind of all his big hits i guess but like full clip yeah you know he also like you know he's a dj so there's so many scratches a lot of records yeah Yeah. totally that's another way to identify the supreme there's like a lot of record scratches yeah he scratches a lot on vocals too um Mm. him and royce to five nine had a duo called prime i believe it's called yeah prime the newer tracks yeah it was like 26 2018 maybe Mm -hmm. but they have a song called um oh i actually can't think right now i'll think of it but um on it like royce is obviously the rapper premieres the producer but then royce Mm -hmm. says i need you to to speak or to talk with your hands and he does like a whole bunch of crazy scratching yeah. and it's like all it's like it's like his verse and i always thought that that was cool because like i never really thought about it that way but i'm like this is his like way of rapping kind of yeah. you know like this is him freestyling yeah it's definitely like the old school way of like yeah. djs would like uh present their like their have their concert you know yeah they just do a bunch of record scratches that's how they show off their skills yeah and then yeah, and record scratch is very big in the hip hop, and I think he's like one of those iconic figures that just yeah. kind of like exemplify that. He's like a purist kind of. He definitely is. Yeah, and he worked with like a lot of artists, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. 
He just dropped a song with like Rome Streets and Westside Gun like a month ago. Yeah. You know, for like a Balenciaga shoe too. It was like a yeah. rap song, but like, yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I know Preem did a lot of MPC stuff too. But then also he would literally just like classic, like you said, like two turntables and a mixer. Because yeah. he would just have like records and he would, irrit it, irrit it. Mm-hmm. Play samples. Maybe just play a drum loop. Um, obviously his style's changed a lot, but it's still like, yeah, super iconic. Yeah. It Big says, triumphant. Yeah. Oh. It says he uses a uh, Akai MPC uh, 60. Yeah. And the S950 sampler. Okay. So those are like really old tech. Is that a Akai S950? Is it SP? SP. Well, yeah. SP sampler. Nice. And definitely like. I'll look up a picture. Yeah. Prem's beats were kind of like. The iconic New York sounding beats. Yeah. He's definitely like the first guy that did that. Oh, absolutely. SP950. Okay. Oh, he's from Houston. Oh, shit. Oh, he's wait. from the South. Wait, never mind. Uh, hold on, hold on. Early life. Yeah. Fifth Ward, Houston, Texas. Wow. He's I didn't know that. The Prairie View, Texas. And moved to Brooklyn. So. Oh, yeah. wow. In his teenage years, so that's that's pretty cool. SP twelve hundred, baby, that's the the one right there. The OG sampler. Yeah, that's like. Yeah, and that's also Lord yeah, of Finesse. The yeah, the one thing about samplers were back in the day, it was like there was like a limited amount of memory you could use, right? Mm-hmm. And how you loop it is like the playback is very short. Yes. So you literally have to like repeat the same bar but not go long enough to where it's uh you know what i mean to where like it's activating i forgot i don't know how to explain it okay okay i'm trying to so you have a limited amount of samples yeah that can play i see you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. uh yeah what the fuck is that called like polyphonic or whatever kind of like they can't all play at the same time yeah yeah, because it would, so it would be like all monophonic, basically. It messes it up, yeah. So you could only have like a kick and a hat at the same time or something. Something like that. Wow. That is crazy. I do remember hearing that, that like the the old SPs and MPCs, like, yeah, they had no memory. Yeah. So they're working very limited. That's so awesome. So, yeah, maybe it wasn't even that they wanted the beats to sound like doop, jap, ba-doop, doop. It just yeah. kind of sounded. It like just that was like that's what it's gonna sound like. Yeah. If it's gonna be like hip hop. Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, like, yeah, some songs have like just drum like, uh, mm-hmm. like loops. Yeah. Like it's just a sample of a drummer, and then obviously there's like. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I actually didn't even think about that. And then there's also like Primo's like importance with like working with other artists like Jay Z, Nas, mm-hmm. Guru. Uh, any artist you can name up that's in New York, Mob Deep. Yeah, Wu- literally, Wu-Tang. I think everybody. Uh, yeah, all like the big guys, and he, yeah, uh, he at least had like one beat in any of their projects, or even more of their projects, because he has a lot of beats with Nas. Yeah, and Jay Z in Reasonable Doubt. Did he produce on the Biggie album? Who I produced Ten Crack Commandments? Prem. It was. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, because totally, it sounds like him. 
Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. No, totally. That was pretty well. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty iconic, like, style. Yeah. I, 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 it would be so cool to see, like, how he approaches it himself. Cause, and I remember, like, seeing a documentary, like, um, back in the day, like, digging was so much easier because, like, copyright law was very different. Yeah. You could kind of sample whatever. I think we talked about that in one of the episodes, but, like, until lawyers were like, oh, we can make hella money off this. Like, yeah. let's just make it illegal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. then they kind of had to like get really creative with chopping because like a lot of people were like just like lifting mm. where you just like take the whole melody and it was like boom that's just used it just a bit. that's the chorus yeah and then we'll just put the drums on it in a mm. sense i get why people get mad because you're literally stealing their shit yes <laughs> and then yeah so they definitely have the right to sue yeah no yeah. i totally get it and i mean like part of it's like come up with your own shit but part yeah. of it's probably like maybe some jazz musician like poured his heart and soul into the song that was like, I don't know yeah, for his grandma or something, you know? And then it was like the next mm. thing he knows it's on a hip hop beat and some guy's talking about selling drugs, killing people or whatever. And he's probably like, what? And the you know, like that wasn't the intention. He's making money off it. Right. People don't like that. No, people hate that. <laughs> especially because a lot yeah. of times they made more money than the original artist. Yeah. 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 That's another reason why they would get pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of like made them, become more creative or else they get a lawsuit totally you know what i mean yeah no absolutely yeah they have to chop up the samples differently mm -hmm. arrange it all weird yeah a lot of pitching up and down of the samples too yeah i think the one thing about that beat if you make it is like if you have a sample and you can and you can't differentiate that from the everything else and like the like the all the tracks yeah then you wouldn't really say it's your beat you know mm, that's a good it, point it, it would have to like fit in that's a good point. And not even sound different. Like, a, the song shouldn't sound like, oh, this is clearly a sample you borrowed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if someone's like, wow, that's cool. Where'd you get that? You could be like, check out this jazz track, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I totally agree. If it's just yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And then. This is the cover. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, usually it's it's important to, like, just be able to, like, transformative, you know? I agree. And so, like, you, you would have, like, a. Uh, like the sample and then maybe not half the sample have be the main idea right have it like maybe like the third or fourth in the track or it can stand out sometimes oh i like you that gotta like chop it up in a way where it's you're not gonna notice it could be like any type of instrument you would use to make that yeah so say like you have a, a piano melody and then you would basically chop that played in a way where it would sound like you're pl you played it yeah that would make sense to you like it's yeah. no different from any other track and then uh -huh. if you're able to do that then what's to say is not yours facts clearly that's what you did facts yeah that's just one of my takes i do that a lot so <laughs> i like that yeah i see i i use samples a lot just as like the the main melody yeah. Like I, which I mean, it's nice cause it's easy, but like you said, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I have also used it where it's like, I will play the melody mm. like on keys or something or, yeah. and then yeah, I'll just throw in like a little, Ooh, here's a little sample. 
Yeah. Just to like spice it up. And I think that is nicer because it feels more like my music. Yeah. You know, because anybody can find a sample and I don't know, like I'll put a lot of work into the drums and stuff because I'm a drummer and I'll fuck around with that stuff. But it's like, it's not as fun because yeah. it's like, this is cool, but like, I didn't come up with that idea for yeah. that melody at all. I made it work, yeah. you know, but yeah. like, yeah, like you said. I think the fun part is like changing like the the sample itself. Like say you have like a horn instrument mm-hmm. and you maybe like play with like the different wavelengths. Oh. Like the attack release. Yeah. And then you put into like uh, maybe like a granular synthesis, synthesis synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it sounds completely different. Yeah. And that's pretty much what's, what's going to make it different from like any other sound you would hear right no one's ever gonna know that if it's that's so true it's a sample you know yeah like what is that yeah it's, it's a trumpet yeah it's a trumpet but it doesn't sound like a trumpet no it sounds like a piano yeah that's so yeah. cool yeah i love that i love messing with i think i think once you mess with something like enough it's it's yours to a degree yeah or it's like you know you turned it into something else yeah, because if they did that were they able to come up with what i came up you know right what I mean? exactly exactly and that's like always been the argument there yeah exactly okay tight preem that's dope um of course like a, a preem discussion will get us a sampling so yeah exactly that's just how it is yeah no i mean i'm such a sample nerd for it like yeah I was thinking for one of the episodes, like, I don't know how we would do it, but we just talk about different songs and their samples. But it's not as fun when you can't hear them and yeah. we can't, like, play the samples in the thing, so. I mean, how about, like, we would hear it in our own end? Yeah. And if the audience want to, like, be aware of the conversation, they would have to, like, play it. That would be interesting. Yeah. And we can maybe do it. I don't know. We could. I feel like if we played something for, like, less than 10 seconds it's not copyright i'll have to look that up yeah because i don't know i know some places it's like if it's for more than 10 seconds or whatever then yeah you can't have it sometimes there at all sometimes it's if it's there at all exactly i think it depends on the artists and the rights but um yeah yeah that is not really no at the moment i want to i want to start sampling vinyl as like impractical as it is yeah i want that and i have a couple records i have um it's a george benson record actually out out front on the table and i want to um get a record player so i can sample that because the vinyl sounds like so different not not always better at all but like it's a little scratchy and then on Mm -hmm. the record players you can like slow it down like manually you can and it sounds oh man and it sounds way cooler than like yeah like using like a plug-in or something yeah, because I recently got like a like a vinyl player. Yeah, and then you know when you go to like in the center of the vinyl. Yeah, and it just plays that crackly noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of just recording that and nice. just like putting it on. Oh <laughs> on, no, it's on, great on stuff, you know. Oh, I, I've yeah. I've used fake like vinyl crackle in songs. Yeah, you know, just like plugins are like cassette, yeah. like tape. I have t- a lot of tape plugins, mm-hmm. but like it's nothing like the real thing. Yeah, coming up with the real thing is that'd be tight. Solid. That'd be tight. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. You have some sick records, too, actually, looked like. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, 14 That's solid. Because I got, like, you know, Mad Villainy. Uh, I got uh, Pinata. Yeah. I have uh, 
Lupe, drill music, and Droga's Wave. Right. Have the roots. Uh, is it a tipping point? Okay. It's a yellow one. Uh, that might be. Yeah. I have the, the tipping point. Yeah. Ava in a in a sentimental mood. No way. With Coltrane and Duke and uh, Duke Ellington. That's yeah. sick. I have uh, a love supreme. No way, John. Coltrane. Hey. Yeah, and I think it's just a song. Ah, off memory. I have a couple more jazz ones. They're they're mainly like the hip hop ones. The tipping points, the yellow one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing about vinyl is like it can only go like play three songs at a time <laughs> or four. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. You got to flip it over. Yeah. You got to flip it over or go to the next record. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. It feels very vintage when you do yeah, that. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, yeah. something about me likes that. See, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I tell my parents, I'm like, yeah, CDs and vinyl are so cool. And they're like, yeah, you like it because you have options. You know, like if you want, like, because mm. if somebody tells me, hey, check out this song and they give me this song name, I can search it up. Yeah. Like pretty much immediately. Whereas my parents, it's like the only music they could listen to growing up is the stuff they own, you yeah. know, like unless they walk into a music store and like, like demo stuff. Like if you were, if, if there was a new album that came out, you would have to like call your friend and be like, bring the album over. Yeah. Like, let's listen. You know, like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Now everybody has everything. Like we all have the same music. Yeah. It's wild. Or it's same access, I should say. But because my parents, they love Spotify. They never shut up about how awesome it is. And I'm like, I agree. Like, yeah. the curation, it is sweet. But, like, I love CDs and vinyls. They sound great. They're like, yeah, but this is all on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you grew up, like, just being able to not, like, play it exactly how you wanted. Yeah. And you had to physically go out and switch out the records. Yeah. It's a lot different. Of course. Because when I was growing when I grew up, like, at a... Yeah, also had like cassette tapes. Yeah. And then we couldn't really afford like big speakers. Right. So we just play like in the little middle mini ones. Yeah. And then that's where like Spotify and stuff came and made everything all simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I remember like, did you ever have a Walkman? No, I had an MP3 player. Yeah, yeah. I had an MP3 player. Yeah. Before I was like young, I was like maybe seven-ish, and um, I, my, my dad had a Walkman that he gave me, I think. Yeah. And it was, like, like a little black, like, yeah, like, portable CD player. It was pretty sick. It was, like, a JVC one, and I would, like, pop a CD in it, close it, and I could hook it up to my headphones. Mm-hmm. Man, this thing had a belt clip on it, and yeah. this thing was, like... It's like big it was square. bigger than my fucking pop filter. It's like bro. a square thing, right? Yeah, this one was yeah. circle actually, because because it, it would just fit like it was like the size of a CD but a bit bigger. Oh, and, and it was just play it. Yeah, and yeah. like you could, they had like the volume and they had the next song, but it was wild because it was like people that was supposed to be the portable way to listen to music. This yeah. big ass disc. I remember. And if you uh, shook it, the yeah. thing would skip. Another version of the music was like going to like illegal sites yeah and pirate music i remember that to mp3 player yep limewire limewire frostwire yeah and then that was way before like streaming oh yeah that was thing that's because i remember like companies like dr dre i remember freaked out about that like he i saw that in the jimmy ivy documentary he was saying like he kind of saw it coming that like once the internet started popping off like it would be really easy to just take music for free 
because yeah. there's nothing stopping people from the people that bought it to like up upload it you know record it yeah but um so then companies were like how are we going to do this and then someone came out like itunes came out and like yeah. mp3 sites came out you had to buy the music but it was still and then i think they were like well who the hell's going to pay 99 cents for a song if it's yeah. free yeah they could just get the shit and then they're like here pay 14 dollars a month and get every fucking song you want <laughs> yeah and so they had to make it way more streamlined yeah to like keep up with the times oh yeah and that's pretty much yeah it's crazy yeah even now like with spotify and streaming it kind of completely changed the whole oh everything everything so now it's like is there really a point of like buying uh people's albums i know what you mean man like yeah and the artist does make like the most money if you go out and buy physical copies you know like if you Maybe. buy the vinyls like lupe probably gets the biggest chunk of that yeah but at the same time it's like you said like do i want to spend 30 40 on this vinyl record or i can just look it up and listen to it like because you can't listen to vinyl in the car <laughs> nah. you know no so it's like it's i think it'd be cool to have like if you have people over it's like yeah let's put on some records yeah let's listen to this shit it's nice yeah, if it's, you're, like a, it's like a vibe. Yeah, if you're a music lover, I think it's cool. But yeah, it's definitely um, not like uh, practical. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. But they, they they have still been coming back, man. Cassettes apparently are making a comeback. Are they? I don't know. I don't listen to cassettes, but like a few of the dudes in my band are like, yeah, I got a little cassette collection. and Those, I mean, that's Chris and them. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of nerds. Which... <laughs> we yeah. want it. Chris wants to do cassettes. He was like, yeah. we're going to do cassettes for the shows. And I was like, okay. like, Because yeah. Connor, like my bass player, yeah. he plays in another band. Like, it's kind of like a hardcore band. Yeah. And he said that they sold like they sold out of cassettes at their last show. Like, who the fuck are these little fucking 20-year-old kids mm-hmm. listening to their music on cassettes? Like, who do you think you are? You know? It might be just adults doing that. I don't know. No, he said it's like, it's all kids. Like, I don't know if they're, it's like, uh, like a trend or something. I guess. It's, tape sounds mm-hmm. different. It It actually, like. Oh uh, no, not tape. I'm talking. I'm thinking about CDs. Mm. I'm just saying the CD sounds way more quality, way better, bro. Uh, like, CDs are the best. Isn't like fifty some samples? Uh, no, it's forty four point one, forty four point sixteen bit, which doesn't sound like a lot because everybody records in four. Well, not everybody, but we record in forty eight. Yeah. But the problem is, is Spotify goes to an MP three. Like Does you, it? yeah, you upload a wave file, but at the end of the day, everything gets like compressed it and it turns reduced. into an MP three. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why. And because, like, uh, CD quality is, like, the closest thing to uncompressed audio. Yeah. It's, like, the closest thing we have to, like, listening off of, like, someone's DAW. I mean, Tidal does, what's it called? 92? Yeah. Can you, is it, does it really go off that high? Yeah. Because I know you can get the 48 masters, but I don't understand how that works because it's streamed. Because, like, CD hard copy, I understand. Like, you have that printed on that disc. I get you. To over but, Wi-Fi? But this is, like, streaming in, like, a, a site somewhere. Yeah, so that's true. keeping that all that that's memory a lot of, in one place. On a server? You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of data. I don't know how it yeah. works. Have you ever, like, bounced a 90, 92 nah, man. sample? That's probably, like, 10 gigs right there. Fuck, my computer would melt. Yeah. My computer would melt. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I was thinking, like, we do this in 48, and I was like, man, should I be doing this in 44, like... 44? You know, like, is it going to make it bouncing quicker? But I was like, ah. Yeah. I used, I used to, like, do, like, most of my... 
my beats in 44 per one. Yeah. And it's it was fine. It's yeah, it's like the same shit. I mean, because everything that goes to Spotify gets reduced to that yeah. anyway. Yeah, but, I don't know. I think in SoundCloud it's kind of better in terms mm. of quality because mm. you can you can like upload the whole wave. Yeah, that's true. Straight up from there. That's it, true. So you don't need like an aggregator. No. Nope. To go to like the other streaming sites like Apple Music. That's a good and point. Spotify. So that's a good point. Yeah. That's why SoundCloud's better. SoundCloud is. Dude, SoundCloud actually is the best streaming platform. Yeah. I honestly believe that because it's a mix of free music and paid music. Yeah. It's like the best. Yeah. But. And yeah, you can like, because I have like the premium one so I mm. can upload more stuff in it. Oh, and nice. customize it more. So, and then you can like, uh, what's it called? Stream like, you know, music kind of like from like Spotify. Mm, like yeah, yeah, from yeah. different artists. Yeah, That's like it'll like have their. Version. They have they have all those albums. Like the regular, like uh, yeah. yeah, what's that called? You have Spotify Go or Spotify Plus or something? I think it was Go. Yeah, Go. Yeah, yeah. I had that for a little bit because when I was DJing, I would use that with like my DJ program because then I could just search up songs in the thing. Yeah. Um, and then I got rid of it, but it was nice. The insights you can look at as an artist is crazy. Insight you can is see like who listened to your shit like yeah. at what time. Like it shows you the user. Yeah. It's really crazy. No, I use it quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Just, it's like, oh shit, I haven't listened to this. Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, Sam like used to have all his stuff just on SoundCloud and he would show me that stuff all the time. And I was like, that's yeah. crazy. You can see that. It's like the only thing about SoundCloud is like it's not as like streamlined as Spotify. Yeah. a lot of people will not have soundcloud but they have spotify yeah you know they don't and they don't have like like spotify is great because they have like tons of curation yeah and like there's a ton of like money that goes into like the algorithms and ai that's like helping you find your music soundcloud you kind of got to do that on your own like it'll yeah. recommend you stuff yeah you know but it won't be like here's playlists we've picked for you and you yeah. can follow people though yeah. i don't know and also soundcloud is very heavily saturated mm. a lot of music always go through in and out yeah and so like depending on which genre you're going to be putting music on, it could be just like one drop in an ocean. Facts. And then you just got to hope Facts. someone will hear your shit. Oh my God, that's yeah. so true. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Like mm -hmm. blowing up to me on any streaming platform is wild, but like, yeah, yeah, no, it's nuts. Um, Okay, shit, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> that was a big ass tension. <laughs> that, was, that was great. But yeah, it was good. Uh, vinyl. We were talking about uh, producers. Producers. We were talking about Prem, and then we went to sampling, and then we went to like somehow went to vinyl. Oh yeah. Then to SoundCloud. Yeah. Then yeah. Spotify. Okay. All that shit. Oh, cause yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I guess that goes back to like we were talking about like how it's limited. You got to go buy and buy the vinyl, and you mm -hmm. got to put the vinyl on it. Yeah. You know. Um. Record. Uh, oh yeah, the other. Like Gangstar, other half of Gangstar, Guru. Yeah. He was also a producer. I actually didn't know that Guru produced. Yeah. Damn. Like most. I of think his own stuff? He produced some of his stuff, like a bunch of like, you know, the Jazz Masters. I stuff. was just going to say, what about the Jazzmatazz shit? Yeah. Jazzmatazz? Yeah. I think he produced most of them. I would have to like fact check. Wow, that. that's kind of cool. But yeah, he's like a big lover of like jazz. And like he would have like performances and while playing live jazz and just start rapping that's tight it'd be cool as hell i mean man like he has like some crazy jazz musicians on that album 
and they're doing like originals. It's not like okay, I sampled this whole song, so no, he's actually doing the recording. He's like, I'm with Donald Byrd. That song. This song uh, is called Lounging. Lounging. Yeah, yeah, it's like what the. And f- he does the outro in the end. So hard. Yeah. What is the shit that he has? Who's the one down the back streets? Down oh, the back streets. It's got like a little guitar in it. And then the piano, right? Yeah. Yeah, the piano's dip, 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 dip. And then there's like a short like outro with the piano. Yeah. That's a great. It's when I first heard that album, I honestly kind of thought it was a little corny. I don't know. I was just like. This is too much. So I woke up, I went to the grocery store, you know. Uh, yeah. But then I listened to it again. I'm like, no, this is dope. Yeah. He's uh, not like taking himself too seriously. It is good rap. It's uh, down the back street with uh, Lonnie Liston Smith. Okay. I think that's the guy that did the piano. Okay. For like the outro. No. Yeah, no, it's the jazz on that album is actually really solid. Really solid. But yeah, he's one definitely like. Uh, Pioneers of like jazz and hip hop, right? And just mixing those two. That's genres. a good point. I say he's like, yeah, not even guys. like just sampling, like fully, like having, uh, having live, yeah, shows, yeah, like it's jazz and rap at the same time. Literally mixing yeah. both those two genres. So cool. It just goes cool out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dilla, huge uh-huh. jazz sampler as well. Yeah. But more like weird stuff. Like mm. sampled like a Jamal a couple different times. Sampled um mm. some weirder Herbie stuff. Um, I guess I'm trying to think. I guess Q tip sample a good amount of jazz too. Oh yeah. My Q tip does like one love. Uh, yeah. A bunch of drop requests from uh Either beats beats rhymes in life. Yeah. Uh, Made out Marauder. Yeah. Uh, there was uh. He samples that Ronnie Foster track. The scenario, right? There's that one. Yeah. That one oh, that's song. a crazy piano. I yeah. actually wonder, wonder where that comes from. Yeah. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I pretty much know everybody's verse in that song. Mm-hmm. I love that shit, man. Especially buses. Oh my god, <laughs> that was like. I, I listened to Busta like a ton like as a kid like before that because because yeah. look at me now like fucked the world up for me bro like Did when you? I first heard that verse I was like you can do this you know yeah but then I remember being older and hearing Scenario and being like what the hell this is Busta Rhymes I think Scenario is way better Huh? Then look at me now. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, of course. Of course. That one is just like just flexing for no reason. Yeah. No. But it's like, no, no. Scenarios. Chickity Choco, the chocolate chicken. Like, what does that mean? You know? But it doesn't matter. It just gets r- me hyped. It just hyped. Yeah. Row, row, like a dungeon yeah. dragon. Like, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Trap Call Quest, like, the bars would be maybe not there, but like, they just flow. Just go yeah, it's it's all the energy, you know. Like yeah. they're all young, and like, cause Bus was like basically an honorary member, yeah. almost. Like he's on a lot of shit with them. Yeah, and um, he was in like that whole s- super group, like the Native Tongue. Yes, that's oh yeah, that's right. Actually, Bus, uh, totally forgot about Most that. Dab, Todd Quali. Yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah. Yep. Any Afrocentric like hip hop rapper 
back in like the 90s new york was definitely was definitely a part of that group yeah yeah the like the jungle brothers yeah i mean yeah 90s new york was also so fucked yeah. up like they would have had like mad crooked cops then i think mm. it was worse in the 80s but yeah yeah um okay yeah i guess that's enough from that old school style of like oh yeah do we want to talk about uh kind of how it's changed how it's changed so like the question i had was uh oh please yeah what's it called is like the current like hip-hop style like Mm -hmm. saturated in terms of producing do you mean like the uh, type of beats like yeah the music that's going on okay is it saturated like too much of the same or too much of like everything different or yeah it's actually meaning like everything is like blending into one thing. i understand you know what i mean it's like there's no like i think for a while yeah okay i think like because i think the 2000s like early 2000s is weird i think that like everything was like very different because you had doom and Mad Lib, and they were doing kind of old shit, but like it was definitely yeah. different. And yeah. it was like, and then you had like Timbaland, s- exact same time making like club hip hop. It was like club, very like, like dance music, like synthesizers, you know. And like Chris Brown was out here. Yeah. I guess he was more R and B than hip hop, but it was like he was a, just singing a lot. Yeah. The, and Auto Tune was becoming a thing, you know. Like you had like yeah. Neo and these guys, and, and then you would have like G Unit, right? Like Fifty Cent. Are like the hard shit. Like it was very music. cool that to have that mm-hmm. match di- like to me like variety. Yeah, and like you can always make the argument that the popular stuff all sounds the same. Yeah, and but that, even still, man, it was yeah. like you had Kanye going against Fitty, two very different sounds. Yeah, you know, like. Um, but then I think that that kind of died out, and then like the mid twenty tens. Maybe it's just because Atlanta like took over so much, but for a while I feel like it was just trap beats and everybody's using the same hi hat sounds, oh, you know. Because yeah. I remember like, do you remember like first like uh, talking to your friends about like eight oh eights? I didn't oh, yeah. even know what an eight oh eight like. I knew what the sound an eight oh eight made was. Yeah, I thought it was a whole instrument, you know. And I mean, it kind uh, of it yeah, is. Yeah, it's still it, kind of is. Yeah. It's it doesn't make any sense why we call them eight oh eights because it's like what is an eight oh eight? You know, if you really. Why is it named that? Because a lot of people mm-hmm. call it like a, a kick that has like a sub like layer on it. They'll call yeah. that an 808. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what uh, I call them. And then like I I, some people have like just sub bases that call 808, but it all comes from the TR 808, like the 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 rhythm. Is it like a sample pack? Or? No, like um the Roland machine. You here? I'll show you a picture. Yeah. Um, it's like the shit. It's probably like one of the most famous drum machines ever. Okay. Um. That's not a drum kit, but I guess I'll just... But yeah, it's called like the Roland Rhythm Composer or something. This thing. And it was Mm. like, they had a 909, they had a 707. A lot of it's used for dance music. But this one really blew up in hip-hop, in like all Mm. different styles of it. But so this thing was huge. And they had uh, the kick drum... Yeah, I think on that there's two kick drums and one of them sounds like with the 808s we hear now. It's like the boom, boom really boom, deep boom. like subby kick. The subby kicks. Yeah. And then they have a punchier one too. That's like, but did it like kind of originate in electronic music? I I think so. 
Okay. And then like these guys yeah. were like, yeah, we're using 808s now. And I, I, I think that's where the term comes from. But it's because uh, a lot of the trap music originated kind of from electronic music, like dubstep and all. Right. That. That's actually a good point. Which is pretty much like the name trap. Isn't it like a genre in electronic music? I actually don't know. Because there's like a Maybe. trap genre of electronic music. Yeah. There's like a trap. That's true. And like hip hop. And those That's are true. Like, they kind of bar like, because when you think, when you think about it, like electronic music goes with like faster tempos. Oh yeah. Like 130. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And trap is like. That's true. The same shit. Yeah. Like there's some slower ones, but most of the time it's. Over like a hundred, I would say. Yeah. Oh, and for like, sure. Yeah, like I'd say like yeah, one thirties, something like that. And sometimes the beats will be halftime, but the rappers still like. Dibba, 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 dibba. Yeah, they be just like yeah. going fast and crazy. Yeah. And the hi hats like the hi hats sixteen thirty twos. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just like the triplets and the quadruplets. Yeah. That that's that's exactly what I mean. Like that shit was, yeah, super oversaturated. Like yeah, and like all the snares were all. Whoosh, all sounded the same yeah there would be like a year where I claps just, all i hear it's like a hi-hat beat with the, the same, same pattern shit. the same roll it's like bro and they have like the velocity uh and the pitch go up and down yeah. which kind of like makes it cool but it's just i agree yeah, i think nowadays like the 808s like velocity like mm-hmm. like uh what's it called gliding yes it's much like a newer topic now yes that's like the big thing now for the drill where, shit where like it's going yeah yeah it goes up and down because they always yeah. had like but it was never like these 808s that were like whoa now they're like blended together it's yeah it is you're right it's a whole other thing yeah how do we get into this coffee uh i don't know wait i asked this sound saturated oh yeah it it used to because it had these periods where it's uh you could hear the same stuff all the time. Right. And then all of a sudden someone new would come out with new shit. And then people copy that style. Yeah. Now it gets oversaturated. You got it. You know what I mean? People hop on waves, I think, now yeah. more than ever. They do that so much. Because it's so hard now. Because everybody can make music. Mm-hmm. Everybody can put their shit. Like, I, I had a song come out tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, how are you going to get seen? Yeah. And I was thinking about it. Nobody blows up now unless they got videos out. I don't know no artists that I'm like yeah that music you you know what they look like yeah you do and it's just like it's kind of the way it is it's like it's music's always been about entertainment to yeah. some degree but now it's way more about entertainment than art I think yeah and you I know def- people I, get excited I definitely think like hip hop like gotten I think it's probably like a number one genre of the world now oh yeah and that just because even pop music yeah. is like kind of hip hop now yeah people rap and they have trap beats and then yeah that's kind of like the new pop music so in that case it just means like it gets like saturated you know i know i got you i yeah and like you said like i think i think right now i mean some of it like it sounds very similar but i think right now is better than like the mid 2010s because like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different shit going on yeah People have their totally different sounds. R and B is kind of making because R and B was dead for a while, and it's now it's making a turn big time. Yeah, like which new is R and B. Yeah, which is great to see. And yeah. hip hop and R and B is like doing their crossover again. Because I always loved that in the nineties. Yeah. Like Mary J. Blige, she would be on all these rappers' tracks. Oh yeah, hard. It's going crazy. You know, even Lauren yeah. Hill, like she would sing and rap, but like, mm-hmm. or uh, what's her name? Uh. Jill Scott. Yeah, uh, or like Aaliyah. Erica Badu. Yeah, Erica Badu. Yeah. They would do songs with rappers. 
Yeah. You know, and like they would have, like Erica Badu has songs on hip hop beats. With Guru. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, she wants plenty. Remember that song? Facts. With with Guru? Yeah. It's called Plenty. Yeah, that's a good one. Featuring Erica Badu. Yeah. yeah. She sings the hook on that. Yeah. I mean, she had a kid with Andre. Yeah. 3000. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I also think that, like, this new shit that's getting really oversaturated, because for a while it was the drill music. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody was on that. Because it's exciting. I'd be every time I hear a drill beat, I'm like, wow, like, like you said, dance music, we're going fast. Like, mm-hmm. I have energy. I want to just bounce. Yeah. But now it's this fucking, I, the, the Jersey, the Jersey beat, the kicks, the do, 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 yeah. do, 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 the I, Lil Uzi shit, the Ice Spice shit, the Drake shit, every, everybody, oh, Pink Panther is like, all of it. It's like, it's kind of the, like the drill slash like it's almost drill almost drill slash uh what is it uk yeah like, it, uh beat flow. yeah it's like because yeah. it's got like a little bit of like the because drill music kind of has i don't i don't know how to describe it like grime yeah and mm-hmm. like because the uk has like a lot of like connections to like jamaica and stuff and i think that there's almost like a, i don't know how to call it, like an island feel to drill because it's not like it's four four yeah but it's like do chat do do which is like normally in like western music that was not a thing yeah. it was always do chat do you know yeah it's more like, square it's like every third hit type of thing drills like yeah. whoa whoa these are like on the off beats in the cracks mm-hmm. but then this shit is like kind of in between because it's from new jersey yeah but yeah. i don't know man like that kick pattern is just it's on everything and you know you know the little snaps like that clack clack yeah everything yeah all all the big songs so i think that's a little tough yeah An- um, another era where i was not feeling it it was like the soundcloud era yeah you were that's <laughs> so funny the, that's like sam's shit bro with all the lulls all, you know, the, lulls. all the lulls that's so like... funny we oh, yeah man we would we would go to the studio uh at the mm-hmm. school and like sometimes people would come in to like grab like something you know or be like oh hey like i've just got to I left something here or whatever. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, hey, like, because they knew me because there's not many DAA kids. Yeah. But Sam would be in there with me. They'd be like, oh, like, what are you? Ra-? And he's like, I'm a rapper. Yeah, I work in there. Yeah. And they would say, what kind of music do you listen to? And every time you just go, I listen to the Lils. <laughs> okay. And then you just understand. And then you just guy. understand. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. Yeah, like Lil yeah. Yachty's his guy. And like, mm-hmm. I used to, I was, I was so against that, bro. I hated Cardi. Yeah. I hated Uzi. I hated uh, yeah. Yachty. All of them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I started, I liked Kodak Black. I don't know why. I liked Kodak. He's a hit and miss. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think it's just because I like some of the beats. That, I don't know. I liked his weird little voice. Yeah. He's like, yeah. But uh, now I like Yachty. Now I love Cardi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. With the, with the lows, like, first time I heard it, I was like, what is going on? Oh, I was you upset. Know, you, you know what I mean? Because to me, it was just bad. Yeah, it, it was like talentless. When I when I hear it, it it just sounded like oh, this is a new thing that's gonna happen, and everybody's like painting their face. Y- yeah, dude, the, straight up, nobody was blowing up. Yeah, unless they had colored hair and colored face tats. Hair and face tats. I'm like, is this what they're edging nowadays? What's <laughs> happening? And so yeah, it took me a while to get like eventually to like that type of sound. Mm-hmm. Like I still don't really fuck with like yeah. Little Uzi like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uzi's yeah. all his stuff is. Like, I, I can't handle his rapping. If I'm being honest, like yeah. I don't care about his rapping. I like some yeah. of his beats are fun. 
Yeah, that's I th- it. I think they're fun when he's like a future. Mm-hmm. Like I do mm-hmm. like some of them like in Baby Keem stuff. Because mm-hmm. I think like an artist like Baby Keem, I wouldn't really count him as like that type of SoundCloud rapper. You're you know right. With the sound. Yeah, but he is. Because he, but he does the style. Oh yeah, of it, of he still time. does a lot of ad libs. He yeah. still does like it's almost yeah. a little silly. He does it's the shit where like he makes his voice extra squeaky. Yeah. Ooh, or baby so, key. Or he just yeah. switches up like the velocity of his voice and it sounds cool. To oh, me. that shit's crazy. He does the Kendrick shit where he's like, no, I'm a movie. He starts crying <laughs> in the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He do, yeah, oh, he does that. And those guys got multiple personality disorders. Yeah, so. and then it just like switch up like their energy. It's like all yeah. of a sudden, and I'm like, okay, I understand. And then the beats would be crazy. But then when you got like, uh, ooh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I know. Ooh. It's it's all ad-libs. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I... <sighs> with the, what's it called? Cardi. Yeah. Uh, well, Cardi's like the definition. Car- Cardi's... Instead of me... He's just making noises. Shutting up. You know? He has like the baby voice thing. But oh, I, I don't know, man. I used to just hate it because I was like... To me, and like I remember really not liking Yachty mm-hmm. because I was like, "This is just offbeat uh, garbage. It doesn't sound like you're trying very hard." Like, yeah. and I was like, "Why is this guy?" You know, because and I think that's a lot of old dudes were mad at that too because it's like they all had deep wordplay. They all had these crazy bars, and it was like rapping was hard. Yeah. And then it was like somebody gave this guy a microphone and headphones and was like, "Do something." And he was like, "Yeah." You go stay up out the streets if you can take the yeah, heat, yeah. and then it was like made a million dollars, and everybody like, was like, "What the fuck?" You know. Oh, that's it. But it was catchy, and like, yeah, I discounted that because to me, hip hop's never been catchy. Yeah, I mean, there's some good songs. Like Kanye's had some, you know, but it was like, "What the fuck is this?" It was always like about the lyrics and rapping. Yeah, and then the I stopped. Part. Yeah, hundred percent. So then I stopped caring, and I was like, "This is just about the energy." Yeah, I remember seeing because I hated a lot of it. I saw a really good clip of Famous Dax. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, I do love his ad Yeah, no, he's the best. He has the funniest voice ever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's crazy. Mm. Um, Shout out to Dexter. But he, someone did an interview with him, and they said, like, I can't remember the question they asked him, but he was, like, he's, like, people always are, like, oh, like, try to compare me to other artists. He's, like, bro, he's, like, I make music for fun. Yeah. And he, he literally said, he said, if, if you want to hear some real music, go listen to 444. That's what he said, because that album just dropped. Yeah. He was like, if you want to hear some real music, go listen to this shit. You know, go listen to Kendrick Lamar. He's like, we're having fun. He's like, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's yeah. awesome. He's like, but we're having fun making music for people to party to. These guys are trying to tell you something. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not here for that, you know? In, in that case, I totally respect and that. You know? 100%. Because it's like, relate. if but if you're going to tell me, Cause a lot of the lils like for like I couldn't handle like six nine, honestly just because he was too loud for me, but he was just too crazy, but and I hated the rainbow hair, but like he, he had very hard beats. I go like no, he has some crazy beats, but yeah. he, it was just like he was like I'm the best, suck my dick, and I was like no, you're not, like yeah. you know, like it's not. So these other guys are like yeah, I'm the shit, and like I don't understand yeah. these old heads, but it's like whatever. Yeah, like I remember Yachty got a ton of trouble because on a would you or not a would rather on the pitchfork over under he said that biggie smalls was overrated and everybody like freaked out right and he was like man i just didn't listen to him he's like i didn't grow up on that hip-hop like he's like i found rap way later he's like you can hate me if you want and that's Mm -hmm. like that joe button interview 
where he's like, oh. I want you to appreciate the culture that yeah. took you from fucking oodles and noodles in your oh. door. And he's like, chill, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I yeah. want you to know if you're in a 360 or not. It's like yelling at yeah. this kid. To, to some extent, I do get that logic, you know? Because mm-hmm. one of my hot takes is... uh, What? I might die for this, but... Yeah? I kind of think Tupac was over it. Yeah. See, I'm with you on that, so... Yeah. Even though I, I love, would love, I love to, Pac. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, he's dope, but... Like, I think he's... A lot yeah, of, I might die for this, too. A, a lot of his music, like, was was good in during the time. Right. Like, you know, it, it had a message to them and it was just like really solid and how it was presented. Yeah. Like, All Eyes on Me, it's like top five favorite albums of all time. Wow. Okay. I'd say it's probably my top five. Tight. Or 10. I'm not sure. Okay. Somewhere around there. I haven't but listened to it enough to call it that. You haven't listened to All yeah. Eyes on Me enough? No, uh, man. Like, I, I really am not yeah. a big pop guy and it's not, and okay. I, just, I haven't tried enough. So it's not yeah. like I don't like him. Well, he just never spoke to me like that. For me, I've listened to okay probably all of his shit. Yeah, and I would say he definitely like people hype him up. Yeah, like he's he's kind of like a god figure. Like uh, yeah, like some symbolism of you know of like the best of the yeah. best. Yeah, but I'll say he's up there with the best of the best. But I wouldn't call him like the number one. You know. Yeah, I'd say he's because I think like Biggie was a better rapper. Hundred percent, I agree. Then Pac, but even though like, uh, he Pac had a better diss because it was way too disrespectful. That, yeah, that was crazy. Like, hit him up. Was, yeah, I know, and yeah. I because I don't think I mean nobody really knows, but nobody knows if who shot you was really directed at Pac or not. Yeah, right. It was, it was, I think yeah. it was because it's a terrible time to release that song while he's in jail and you. He just got shot outside your building, That's you know. Obviously, like you got to think timing. about that. And he was like, "Oh, we didn't." I did, I don't know if you saw that clip from the yeah. Hip Hop Evolution, and like the guy who produced it's like, "We didn't know, man. We were just making." It's like, "Shut the fuck up, you know." Come on. But so no, got shot. But big, yeah, big is just like. I mean, at the end, it's pretty crazy when he has the skit where he's like, got the gun in his mouth or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah no, Pac comes out. He's like, first things first. <laughs> Like, that's why I fucked your no, bitch. I, like that's the uh, first line. Yeah, I fucked your wife. You found. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. No. So, uh, but he did a lot of more people in in the song too. Oh yeah, man. Like Mob Deep. I had a whole every, crew. Most people in New York. Fuck the East. Yeah. yeah he, he just. I yeah. respect Pac for his energy. Yeah. And like his, I don't think I've like, uh, a lot of like just the interviews and stuff too. Like the guy has so much passion. It seems like. Oh, he did. You know, like yeah. he really is. Like he's fighting. We're. He took everything to like. He had his heart in his sleeve. Yeah, a hundred percent. Whereas Big's yeah. more like. Cool, like you know. He was very like, gangs, like gangster, like yeah, mafia. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke cigars, eat yeah. steak, and just rap. Be cool, wear sunglasses. Rap very nice about right. Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna drive Mercedes, and then well, Tupac although, was yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Yeah, yeah, treat. Yeah, he was, man, talking about treating women right in the 90s, rappers. Yeah. I will g- give him credit for that. Yeah, he was. That's ahead of the game. He's talking about a lot of, like, deep shit. So. Yeah. I just think, to me, like, it's not about the messages. I think the reason that Pac doesn't, like, uh, resonate with me is because I, it's just the style of rapping. Yeah. I'd say so. Like, that's just the way it is, is a great song. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way he, like, f- his flows, like, 
Biggie's like sicker than your average. Papa, you know, and it's like it's on and it hits, and I'm like, I like that. Yeah. like, but it kind of flows with with Pac, you know what I mean? It's not. It doesn't feel like it's always in time. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think that's the West Coast shit though. That it is the West Coast sound. It's kind of like loose. But you heard the song "All Eyes on Me," right? Oh yeah, that's a great song. And then some of the songs were uh, "Got My Mind Made Up." Okay. It was featuring uh like Method Man. Oh, actually, I don't know if I've heard that uh, one. I'm forgetting some of the features. Yeah, is it Hail Mary? No, not Hail Mary. No, no, no. It, but that it's that a, is a song by him, right? Yeah. That's a good one. Come with me. Yeah. Or Hail my Mary. ambitions as a rider. That's a great beat. I dun, love that dun, beat. Dun, dun, dun. It just sounds like the corrupt beat too, the Siwa. Yeah, but. the Gamma Mena was featuring Daz Dillinger, okay. Method Man, Red Man, and Corrupt. Yeah. Oh, tight. It's a it plays like a cipher, and tight. it's 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 a dope song. I wonder if we talked about Corrupt in the episode where we were talking about all the different locations because he was definitely a big West Coast guy. He probably mentioned Siwa, homie. Do, 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 do. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. But Park is dope. I just think people like hype him up to, like he's like a lyrical god. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not, but like, he make, his, mes- his message was like, I think his way should be more important for like the message he provided and brought. Yeah. And the stuff he talked about, that's way important than him being like a, a lyrical, like he was, yeah. he was a poet, poet dude, he did poetry. Yeah, legit. 100%. And I mean, I think he was less, I, I don't think he's definitely not as good of a rapper, but like kind of in the same, like he's just a really important figure, kind of mm-hmm. like Nip, like Nipsey. Yeah, like he was really like doing shit for his community and stuff, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a great rapper too, but I think he was like, m- like larger than life. Yeah, or maybe Pac's like that too, which I think he, like I said, he's a bigger rapper, but he was just really political, yeah. and like really trying to be conscious and talk about like what's up. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, it's the day of tangents. It is. We're just vibing. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you're entertained. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I'm having fun. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? We can switch up to a different producer. Okay. Let's talk about Rock Marcy. Oh. I I know you like this one. Ooh. How do we attack this? This is a totally different style. So different. Yeah. I, I don't even know, like... I don't know what he does sometimes. Sometimes I'll be listening to his shit and like it sounds like the Mad Lib thing where it's like took the drums off of this track, mm-hmm. took the sample off of this track, now put together it's a song. But sometimes I'm like he totally programmed these drums on the computer and then maybe got because I feel like yeah. all his songs have samples. If in them. there are any drums at all. That's yeah. so true. You know what I mean? That's so sometimes true. Is he like the there. start of the drumless shit? He's, he's definitely like one of the leading figures. Yeah, I'll say so. That's a crazy like. What a what a cool lane. I mean, I I love it. I know you love it. It's just like mm-hmm. for how much I love drums. Yeah, and how much I like that's the first thing I listen to in songs. I fucking love drumless tracks. <laughs> like it's it's because they always have like a really like emotional or like. Ugh. I don't know how to explain it, but like, Cause, yeah, just the sample. It's I like, think it's because the, the melody has to carry it more harder now. Yes. Since there's no like kick drums to like give you something impactful. Yeah, you I wonder I mean? if that's like a. Well, I was going to say transgression. That's definitely not the right word. <laughs> transgression. 
what's that word like uh like when you try to get back to something because you've went too far like you, we were talking about how like all trap mm. was like so like hi hat like and crazy going back to your roots yeah I, there's i forget the fucking word for it it's like it's a response probably, to it it's though. probably a term for that yeah oh i can't think of that. i know i can't think of it right now either but like um because i think that's maybe possible because trap is like all of the drums like mm. too many hi-hats snares are loud the kicks are crazy the 808s are there so then it's like and the lyrics aren't really there it's more repetitive you know Hannah yeah. Montana or Tony Montana Tony Montana my bad sorry future so yeah. but it's like yeah with rock it's like way more it's all about lyrics, lyrics. yeah and just a smooth like I don't know there's not even space for drums it's just a smooth vibe of just him rapping some shit no pauses or breaks totally it's just him doing it Makami's like that too like just a smaller example like yeah. he's got a lot of drama stuff and it's so bar heavy yeah I love it but it's just like all the samples are like one two bar loops short and just like yuck like yeah. every time just stank face like there's this one part about like you know the drumless type of style of beats is uh the symbols right you ever yeah. hear a song like in made by Rock Mars and you got the cymbals just going crazy? It goes like ding ding. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a specific song by him. Or something you produce. Like something from Reasonable Drought, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's not the bread of life. It's, uh... Fuck. Can you play that album right now? Yeah. I want to send some bread of life. I love that album. Bread of life is the bow. Mm-hmm. It has a ride symbol going the whole time, though. Yeah, it's I a, think so. A certain ride symbol or like a symbol. That yeah, no, you're plays. definitely right because it definitely helps fill up space. Because if you have absolutely no drums, it mm-hmm. normally sounds weird. Like even uh, Evidence produced a track for Donald Genesis called um, Shadow Boxing. Yeah, which I really like. Mm. Or maybe it's called the art of shadow boxing. I don't know. It's I think it's shadow boxing, and um, they just have like a kick and a hi hat hit, and it's like on the one, and then the sample will play out, and they'll have like a couple tiny more little drum hits, and then it'll loop back. But it's like because oh, you have to have some kind of drum most of the time, like just at least a little. I typed in bread life, um, bread of life. This is my, one of my favorite songs ever, bro. Shadow Joel for showing me this one. Mm. Um, this one. You hear the ride? Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. And, yeah. Uh, another example. That shit's so uh, His first 2013 album. It's called, uh, what is it? Fuck. It's called Drug Lords, featuring uh, Knowledge, the part. Oh, I actually might know that one. Yeah. Uh, rock. It's called Merci Beaucoup. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of symbols. Cause I yeah, Ooh, no, I, I want to listen to this right now, but <laughs> that, that's a hard track. But yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna add that. Yeah. Whoa. My bad. Yeah. The what's it called? Like, just that type of like symbol. I was yeah. very common in like, especially rocks like producing. It's producing like the, type. that one was weird because I think that was the ride symbol, but they were like crashing on it. Yeah. So it's like. Whoosh, whoosh, because yeah. the bread of life is way more ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That was crazy. 
and it sounded like it was like either going through a flanger or something. Yeah. He also has a, a flanger, I guess. From that album, he also had another song called Squeeze and okay. Willie Manchester. Okay. I love those two tracks. But yeah. Drugs. Merci beaucoup. Wow. Yeah. 2013. That's, that's like, Marcy beaucoup. That's old, bro. That's crazy. Guilty Simpson, pretty hard. Action. Yeah, <gasps> yeah I got to listen to this action song. Mm-hmm. And whenever I find new action tracks, I got to show my brother because that's his Four, guy. Five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drumless. Did. The drumless is definitely like it's his big style. now. That is totally you're right. Yeah. Because that's this is like I think the the rebirth of like I don't want to call it real rap, but that's what I'm gonna call it. You know. <laughs> For lack of better definition. You know what? Fuck it. It is real rap. Or a different definition. Fuck all these lils. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the... That's how it's coming back, the the drumless shit. very, like... Because Alchemist even has some drumless shit now. He has a lot of stuff where it's like, you still have a thick-ass kick drum. Yeah. But, like, you know, he's got some, like, kind of drumless... Like, what's that, uh... That project that he dropped? The most recent one? Uh, me, n- the one before the secret tape he dropped with Earl. Did you listen to that, by the way? Voir, that song? Voir dire. Oh, Voir, yeah. Voir dire. Yeah, that's a good track. Yeah, that was... It, well, they had, like, a whole project come out together. Is it Flying High? Yeah, that, with, like, the girl on the yeah, cover? Yeah, the girl, yeah. yeah. I love the shit. Yeah, super tight. And I'm pretty sure that that shit yeah. has some drumless shit. You heard Bless? I Which, think. Who's that song one Bless? Is I don't it, know the names. I just know the... Featuring, uh... Is that the navy blue one? No. Mike and Sideshow. Yeah. Yeah. I love Mike, that, man. I don't think that one has any, like, drums. No. Really. No. Yeah. But it's, it's, like, the melody's dope. Yeah, he's he, sample god he, for sure. Yeah, he samples the a guitar. I'm going to play that show when I yeah. hear. Bless, it's called? Yeah. Oh, come Yeah, you'll definitely like this song. I, I, think, I, I think I listened to the whole album. Yeah. But yeah. Gross. Yeah. So you hear the Hyatt? Wait. Just barely. And then you hear the little cymbals. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a little kick. Yeah. But it's like so quiet. Yeah. It's very. The bass line's pretty thick. Yeah. The uh, yeah, it's definitely the bass line that carries through the song. I think it's tight. It makes you have to listen to the rap. Yeah. You know, like you can't. Yeah. Because a lot of people can tune out and they're like, ooh, I'm listening to the flow. Mm-hmm. And I'm treating this as an instrument. I'm not listening to what the fuck he's saying. But when you hear this shit, yeah. A, they can have the rapper sound so much louder because there's no drums, so they're sitting the mix way better. Yeah. But B, it's just like you're not being distracted by this boom, boom. Yeah. Like, and especially like a lot of like Alchemist's like beats, like mm-hmm. the drums are very like subtle. You ever notice yeah. that? They're not really just like boom, boom, boom. No. You know, like, doom. Yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? I think it depends which artist you're for, but definitely. Yeah, I'd say it worked a lot with the, like the Great Escape. Oh my God! Yeah, the, the Larry June project. The Larry June. Yeah, totally, totally. And then the Elephant Man Bone. Yeah, that one was good. That one had a couple songs that had some pretty heavy drums, but no, you're yeah. right. Most of the time, they're like kind of scattered around. Yeah. And it's not like the, the focus right on this. And I think like especially like the, what is it that crash symbol? The one song with like ice tea. I know exactly. As soon as he said that, yeah. that's the song, and he has that spooky ass intro where he's like, "Yeah, and you ever do a favor for a fucking thing. friend?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I didn't know that was iced tea until like what, like the third time I heard it. I, I mean, like, it's especially when I heard it as, as well. soon as you heard it. It is, what yeah. He's on TV and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was more <laughs> rap in the back. Yeah, I know. Beat. It's just a big. Is it an interlude, that one? Yeah. It, kind it, of. It does sound like a one. It's like a little story. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Because I was going to say, like, on some of the Boldy projects, it's kind of mm-hmm. split. Like, a lot of it has some hard, like, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, like Bo Jackson? Boom. Or boom, boom. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Bo. That one, I think, has less drums. Yeah. Uh, But Bo Jack has... But then some, like Diamond Dallas with Stove God Cooks, Fire, mm-hmm. off the Bo Jackson yeah. tape. That one, like... Photographing memories. Yeah, and yeah. not as crazy drums. No. But like Brick Mile to Montana, mm-hmm. heavy-ass drums. So it's like... I think it kind of depends. And fake flowers, barely any, with uh, Freddie. Gibbs. Oh, that's Freddie and, and currency. currency. Yeah. yeah. Fuck man, that album's so good. <laughs> that album is so good. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I love that. I ain't your mentor, you yeah, Rome. I, I love that because currency's talking about like his kids. I think. Was he? I'm pretty sure he's like yeah like. I thought he's just talking about like his life is good, you know. I think so because then Freddie's like, "I'm so proud." I'm so fuck them kids. (laughs) He's always got to be like a comedian. I just clipped. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, he's always got to be on some funny shit. My shit was clipping every time, every second. I swear. Oh yeah, you're good. No, you're clipping at the beginning because of the no pop filter. But then I think it's fine now. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's all good. It's post added. Yep. Ah. I think that's a good amount of producers we yeah. talked about. We can talk about how do how we do it. Yeah. You know? You can go first if you want. Okay. Uh, it really depends. Like, I, I'm trying to get away from it now because for a bit I was stuck where I was like, I was having a lot of trouble coming up with good melodies. Yeah. I think just being stuck on drums, um, I didn't spend enough time like with my M skills or whatever. Yeah. But I just wouldn't have melodies come to my head, so I would like I would I kind of like ended up relying on Splice a lot for like inspiration, mm-hmm. but then I was like, wow, like I don't even need this for inspiration. I'll just take this loop. Yeah, and so I would have like a melody, and then I would make I would a lot of the time like play a bass line, and then I would like add the hats, add the snares, or add the kicks. You start with the bass line for it. Oh. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of time I'll do melody, then bassline, then drums last, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll add like little perks and stuff in and effects around that. But now I want to get more back to like writing my own melodies. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I have to get better at that. But because mm-hmm. when I first started producing, I didn't know what the hell. I didn't know examples existed. So everything I made was like off of keyboard patches. Mm-hmm. And then I would just do drums, um, and then I was like, "Ooh, I can make cooler stuff with samples." Mm-hmm. But now I'm trying to get away from that. So my next goal is to mic up the drum kit, yeah, because I get such good ideas in my head, but it's kind of hard to recreate it sometimes. Huh? Uh, yeah. So I want to like record it, and then I can, because I can take a kick drum and like really mess with whatever recording I get and make it sound different. Yeah. Anyway, but that's me right now. What about you? Uh, how I start a beat, or yeah, or general? anything, but yeah. Well, what's like your your process? I guess. I guess my process is like 
I guess it's more unorthodox. So okay. Maybe like I would have like you know I want to make a beat, so you know open logic all that shit. Mm-hmm. I could start with literally anything, and it'll put me into the point of uh, making a beat. Yeah. So like if I make a melody, I'll probably work off there if I really like it. Yeah. Or if I had some drums, I'd see like I you I normally do like a simple like a kick snare hi hat. Okay. And then I work my way from there. And then if I want to add more detail to it, okay. I'll add more detail later. But I, I need, like, the drums for, like, some, a little just, like, a groundedness. I know, I got you. You know what I mean? So I want something to build off of. Mm, that's pretty smart. pretty much what I want to go for. That's smart. And I'm trying to create, like, a flow of, like, working. Because, like, I think the the best beat I make are the ones where, like, I'm just... It's just I do this, it leads to that, and it just keeps building. It feels natural. It feels natural, and you're just building off each other, you know? 100%. And then, yeah, so I start just literally any instrument. If I have a sample, yeah, I maybe, I'll, if I want to do some sampling, I'll chop it up or just make it a little interesting. Yeah. Or I just uh, mimic the vibe of the sample. That's cool. So, like, I hear the... Maybe like a piano melody. And then I play something that fits the mood. Or some like, almost like, like a copy of it. Yeah. But it'll be different because I'm making it, you know? I it's gotcha. not going to be the same thing. Yeah. So I'm trying to create like that little like, uh, you know what I mean? Just. uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, just create a copy that's not really the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, almost like, a, like you're harmonizing with it kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm trying to like collect different sounds that are gonna fit the theme yeah. of what I'm trying to. That's hard. Get to like that's doing. difficult, and I find the most difficulty is like in that stage. Yeah, but I can easily like pass it by keep on going like with the flow. Yeah, or I just get stuck in that point where like, what could I add here? Right, without making it yeah. weird. Yeah, and then. Without changing, like, the whole... Yeah, vibe. that's hard to do, especially with, like, little effects mm-hmm. and, like, per- perks and stuff. And then the one thing I do, like, if I'm completely stuck, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, like, erase, like, 60% of what I did. Really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, you're you're hardcore. I'm just, like... That's some Q-tip okay. shit. He used to say yeah. that. He's like, I would just fucking delete the whole beat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, like... And people are like, you're crazy. This is really... It's good, but it's fucking up everything else. So I'm just cutting it out. Wow. <laughs> Even if that's, see, that's smart. I wish yeah. I was, I'm not very good at that. I'm like, if I put time into something, I'm like, it has to stay there, it, which it, is a stupid fallacy. It, it hurts me, but like, I have to do it. That's, you know dude, mean? that's smart because yeah. otherwise you're kind of like, well, this has to stay here because I put effort into it. Yeah. But it's like, you can still fucking put a lot of effort into something and it'll fuck it up, you know? Yeah. Or I that's make smart. like a, uh, you know, in Logic, how you can, like, in the session, you create different copies of the session. You know what, what I mean? If you go from, uh, you go file. Yeah. Like oh, go, yeah. I see. You, Sorry. You I make, know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You make a different so session then you can in like, session. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, can yeah, save yeah. that session. Yeah. Make a completely new one and just yeah. erase whatever you want from right. it. Right. Because then it's like, that's like a. Yeah. Excuse me. Why is that called? It's like, I don't know, it's almost like back to the drawing board. It's like a fresh slate. Yeah. 
and you but still you still, it, you still got the previous and if if you, if you like so yeah if you do something better with it then cool now you have this but yeah. if you fuck it all up yeah. it's fine you got the yeah, old if one. you want to go back that's smart that's back. smart that's smart yeah so i mainly do the way like that that's cool and just like whatever idea i have at the time i just i just do it and those that's I, tight. and ideas just like they come and go yeah, no, I, I feel that. I can't really control it. When I have an idea, I'm oh like, man, I just, I'm just gonna do it. You ever get like that feeling like you got the wave coming through you, and you're like, wow, like, yep, you got that, yep, yeah, yeah, and then, and yeah. then like all of a sudden, something happens, and it's like, what? Yeah, the fuck? Where am I? Yeah. You know, and you have no idea where to go from there. I yeah. see. That's like, that was one of my biggest issues for a while. Like it, it happened when I first started making music, and then it happened again last year when me and sam were putting out like we we're doing a lot of shit we we're working on the yeah. spooky album working on other stuff but i would i would get so inspired from hearing like one sample or just coming up with some drum loop i get so and i'd be like and i'd go crazy and i would like put it all in and i would get it nice and then i would have like 30 percent of a beat and then i'd be like this is all i can i have no idea where you go from there oh yeah like i had I, one I little had catchy melody you know yeah and it's like it's the I'll get that do 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 and that's some good drums. Then I'm stuck you know? there, and, and I'm like, then, I have no idea where to go from here. Yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, like I have a really long yeah. chorus. <laughs> it's basically what I yeah. made, and then or whatever. Like if I get to that, like I, I get to that stage too sometimes. Yeah. I would either just like here, let me grab a sample that completely like destroys everything, right? <laughs> and just see if I can like mess it up a bit right and it's gonna work or not see if it works yeah yeah because you all you all you're trying to do is trying to get that flow back you know yeah it's hard and, and you need to yeah. like spark it again yeah and then just like you know oh, it's tricky is this gonna work no is that gonna work so you just gotta keep like testing try it out of stuff and then when that thing comes and works and you're like oh, okay oh my god it's the best the flow is back it's the best yeah because a lot of times like i would get stuck so i'm like okay this is whatever mm-hmm. so i would just end up stopping just saving it and then yeah. like i would totally forget about it and yeah. then one day I'd be like let's see what we got we'd be like scrolling through beats i'd be like wow okay and open this one up i'm like oh wow okay like this is something yeah and then maybe now i have an idea where i'm like oh i could totally yeah i go think to here yeah just like you can yeah you, like you said you could just leave it yeah. for a couple of weeks let it sit or so let it sit yeah come back to it in the fresh with a fresh way sometimes i hate it <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. i'll come back and be like why did i think this was good <laughs> yeah and then other times like oh shit this is good yeah, i don't know what is... to do now right and then just i would just go just come and wreck it yeah. yeah i would start right clicking my beats and like you know you can put like the little tags yeah the colors so i'd put like little yellow circles on all the ones that i was like yeah. something's happening here yeah but it needs a lot of work yeah yeah do you have that thing where like you make a new track and it's a different color all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, I uh actually my shit might just be green right now. Yeah, I like when but I got a randomized that. color. Yeah. So I just like. That's nice. I like I like it looking colorful. The but, sessions look know? better. Yeah. It also ha- definitely helps like you can sort through if you have a lot of tracks to like fly through quick. Yeah. Because when you're like really like zoomed in and editing stuff, and yeah. then you it's easy to fuck up and click on the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's all green. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what's this? I do got to change that actually in my settings because yeah, I'm working yeah. in all green pretty much unless I change it manually. Yeah, you can easily change it. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like big, big problem. Yeah. But yeah, and then like, what about near like the end where you like the beat is like done? Yeah. What do you like do now? 
Or the beat is almost done, technically. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one because it's changed a lot over time and like I kind of do it differently still every time. I feel like as far as that goes, kind of what I'll do is I'll listen to it and I'll be like, okay, where... Because I remember hearing a quote from Alchemist that was like every four to eight bars, I should like something new should be happening yeah. or something should be changing to keep me engaged. Because you can put lyrics on something and it makes mm-hmm. it spices it up, you know, but it's like just slight little things. Um, so or, I'll listen yeah. to, to it. And like if there's a section where I'm like, OK, this goes on for too long and it's the same thing. Yeah. Something has to go in here. So I'll like do little additions. Okay. And then after that, maybe I'll do like little effects I do, i'll do automation there so be like ooh, at this part like i'm gonna like automate the volume or this part i'm gonna do, automate the cutoff filter yeah make it go like kind of underwater sounding then bring it back or mm. shit like that yeah do you do like the like the three by three rule what's that where like you have like the melody uh-huh and then I, you hear it once is good second you memorize it yeah three is fine after four time you hear it like you kind of lose interest a bit ah so you stop after the three i've never two, heard that and that makes up stuff a bit more engaging that's cool i like because that you can forget them and then you can right. back to it then it feels fresh in the ears so ah, i like that a lot yeah that's smart it's uh i watched his youtube video about this guy and he talked about it so okay i'm like oh that's a, that's a neat trick. i haven't heard that i fuck with that yeah i'm gonna try that yeah um it, it stops like the like a beat being repetitive and it makes it feel yeah. like it's new again. Like it's like a song. Yeah. Cause that's the thing with bees is like, they are just loops. Yeah. You know? And like, if like a lot of songs, it's, it's the same thing. There's repetition, it's music, mm-hmm. but it's like to have, yeah, that change is good. Um, yeah. Another way to make a beat feel like new in uh-huh. the process of like, like you're halfway through like listening to a beat. It's like, if you completely change the instrument, <laughs> Yeah. You just have a totally different instrument coming in. Yeah, that's tight. Or you can just switch up the beat and make it like slow. I do a lot typical. of beat switches in yeah. my stuff. Like I'll have some like where I try to do like an A section and a B section. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I'll just completely like that diamonds track I put out, like I Yeah. The part I'm on is just a whole other beat essentially. The drums are similar, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. When you do your stuff, because I know a lot of people like the way they like actually like uh i don't know how to say it other than make the music like because some people like we were talking about fl studio users like yeah. it's a lot of i'm gonna click i'm gonna do the drums like some people will do the step sequencer for okay. drums in this yeah. in logic like i normally use like my little midi like my 16 pad midi controller because yeah. i like the feeling of playing out my drums yeah some people won't play their melodies on a keyboard i think you do right you do uh uh-huh. or does it depend it could depend on like the beat itself yeah. okay i just picked that but yeah, yeah no you're good i heard yeah. it <laughs> yeah uh, what's it called a like my most recent one i did it like i just drew out the midis yeah and then sometimes i feel like just being creative and just like playing it playing it and then other times i want to use like the samplers so i'm just like mm. chopping it to that's different cool. sides and shit that's cool. So it just depends on like the song I'm doing. Yeah, that's know? fair. That's kind of the same. And then each like how I go about it is like different. Sometimes I can go about it like just writing it down, playing it, and then other times I just like, uh, let me try something new and just like, ah, uh, 
like complete like make a beat in a different style yeah i don't know like for example like uh, i would have like maybe like a sample yeah and then like what can i do to this to make it like sound completely different yeah and just like be all it's like what even i'm hearing is this a piano or is this like a, yeah a horn instrument no i got you that's that's super tight i i totally get you there um yeah yeah i think uh um i think like having different workflows and like you mentioned that sometimes you'll do the drums first to kind of like have like I a what you mean, though. i think Oh, did Siri just try to? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny though. That that freaked me out for a second. I was yeah. like, "Where the hell is that shit coming from?" Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, "That's not my phone." No, it's Siri. That's mm-hmm. awesome. The iPad. Um, yeah. but uh, like if you do the drums first, yeah. Sometimes, like, if I know I want to write like a good melody myself, I will do the drums first. Because mm-hmm. then I listen to the drums, and then I can. It's it's like do, da, do do. Then I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna do this. Yeah. The drums are busier it'll change yeah and i'll just have like the drums loop and i'll just mess around on the keys till i find like something yeah because i feel like that way it's kind of easier sometimes to come with the melody because it's like it kind of not limits you but kind of forces you to go in a certain way because you hear the drums your brain instantly mm-hmm. starts thinking of that rhythm okay how do i bounce off that rhythm but yeah. sometimes i like to start the melody fresh i don't know i think like and sometimes a beat doesn't really need a melody mm. you can have different sounding instrument and that just creates a melody itself when you're using it so for example like uh maybe like for me like i like making like some maybe like an ambient track you know? mm. and like less focus i put on the I drums i keep the drums way more simple yeah ambient tracks then i do like maybe like a traditional hip-hop and have like or lo-fi music and all that yeah yeah and then so like i do like pad layering so like I would have uh, ads doing like maybe like playing like different notes, like yeah. maybe like some D F A to okay. D. Then I would have another one on like maybe like the lower to the higher range, and it play different notes, and then just I do like three layers, and then I would have like maybe a a horn or a piano, and then the piano doesn't even have to like be like a melody itself it could be a few notes i got you and then when you put all those together it makes a melody yeah that's kind of cool yeah so like it, it gives the illusion of a melody that you played in a melody right you didn't really do much you just put stuff together and it's just a sound conjointing in that's kind of dope yeah no i know what you mean there yeah that's kind of cool yeah so damn i like okay. doing a lot of experimentation yeah that's just me no, that's sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my goal right now is to like experiment like a lot more. Mm-hmm. That's like what I'm trying to do. And like with this, we're going to drop a tape. Yeah. Me and Sam pretty soon. That'll be kind of just like all the shit we've done. And then we're going to do a little tape for Halloween. Yeah. It won't be the same as the last ones, but similar. And then we're going to try to like get like a full like concept album. Mm-hmm. like of and i don't know what it's gonna be i have no idea but we're our goal is to just experiment as much as we can yeah because then it's like we'll find something that's like yeah. a style or you know because i think that because i feel like i i got trapped is it production wise yeah i feel like like lyrically we have some different styles but production wise i was like i'm making 
poppy trap beats now mm -hmm. you know and i really want to like try some very different stuff i want to yeah. record some real drums i want to like i'm gonna buy a guitar i think and i want to try to like play guitar yeah i gotta learn but you know i think uh like or putting yourself in like a box it's a lot it could be limiting and also like beneficial but like limiting in the sense where like you say, you put yourself in a position where you're only making this type of beat. Yeah. But then if you, but you, if you like forget every, all the rules of producing. Yeah. And just make a beat freshly. It, you're just going to come up with some crazy shit. Bro, I don't want to sound corny, but like yeah. Kenny Beats said it, man. Like don't overthink shit. Yeah. You know, cause like, like you said, forget everything you know about producing. It's at the end of the day, it's what sounds good. Yeah. And then you produce like, it's your first time doing it. Yeah. And it's yeah. just because I think that at the end of the day, no matter like what samples you're using, no matter like uh, what drum packs you use or what hardware you got yeah. or what interface, it all comes down to musical ideas. It's the end result. Yeah. Well, carries and, and it's like you could have something that sounds like pretty shitty mixed or like mm. maybe the vocal performance could be better or whatever. But if you have good like musical ideas and that doesn't always have to mean catchy, but like. It, it, I don't know, like, it's just, like, the lines that you've written in the melodies or the drum patterns. If those are yeah. solid, man, that's what matters first. Yeah. So I think that I'm going to try to have more of a focus on that. And I also really want to do some more, like, real instrumentation. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, my big goal. And then, like, weird... I want to run it through some weird effects, distressors, pedals. Yeah. I want to do some, like, weird sounds. And I, I'm okay if it sounds a little scuffed, like where it's like, ooh, that doesn't sound clean, or that doesn't sound like proper. Because yeah. my shit right now is like, it's quantized as fuck. Yeah. You know, I want to like get out there and have it kind of, whoop, a little loose. Or, or just throw your vocals on a reverb and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Big reverb. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I have some weird songs that I've like done that'll probably never see the light of day. Yeah. But, like, the beats aren't that crazy, but, like, my, like, raps or singing is so, like, whack. <laughs> no, not, like, bad whack. It's just, like, yeah. weird. Like, I don't know. There was one song you did on SoundCloud. It's, like, your number one thing. You had, like, the hat. It's on the Chev Say profile. Where I have a hat. It's, like, some guy with, like, a red hat and a costume. <laughs> it's, like... Uh... Or is it like a remix or like... I gotta think about that. Yeah. Holy shit, I should know my own songs. Yeah. Some guy in a red hat and a costume. Why can't I not think about that shit? Let me... Yeah, if you go... I'm not signed in either. That's us. Chevy Noise. Okay, let's... Oh my gosh. Fuck yeah. Apple. Let's see. Yeah. I gotta see now. Yeah. I was like, the vocals are really good. <laughs> are they gonna tell me my password's wrong? Mm-hmm. You liked it? Okay, that's cool. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't like the song, but I thought the vocal was <laughs> <laughs> It's on the Chevy, yeah. Okay. You didn't like the beat? I thought it was, I thought it was cool. That one, yeah. This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fuck. I gotta take this off my fucking set. Is that the biggest song I have, man? Was that you that did it? Kind of, not really. Oh, no, it's just like the most played one. Oh, my God, yeah. that might be my biggest one now. Yeah. Okay, so funny story time. Yeah. Okay, so... This guy, actually, th th this this dude, this goofball right here, yeah, very zoomed in picture. But that is my friend Justin. 
Okay. Shout out J-Mo. And um, his brother is the guy in this picture. Oh. His brother goes to school in the States called Dartmouth. He plays hockey there, actually. Okay. And um, his team listens to this song before every game. To get, I know, which seems like not a very hyped up song, but that's what they do, and they get wins. So, but his brother Jamo sent me this uh, the original song, and he was like, "I need you to put because he is a clip of him that he recorded like on Snapchat, saying like, yeah, Krausers, and it's like one of the kids' teammates." And he's like, can you like mash this up with the song? And I was like, I'll put it before like the drop or whatever. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so then and I, I was like, how do I like get it back to him? And I was like, I'll just post it on my SoundCloud and like link them. Yeah. So it's I, I totally forgot. That's, I got to take that off, bro, because that's like so copyrighted. It's not even funny. <laughs> it? oh, yeah. Shit. It's not my song at all. Oh. Like and I, I have him like doing the little uh, producer tag. The shit, shit, shit noise. You know? It's so yeah. funny. But yeah, no, that's not my track. I forgot that was up there. Okay. Yeah. So all those plays are from the Dartmouth hockey team. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play it like all the time because I met a couple of them when I was in Calgary over like Christmas, and they're like, yeah. "You're the guy." It's so funny. And then they're all like, you know, hockey boys. Yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck. I guess so. Like, that's that's. Cool. I have my own music. Go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Cool. That's so funny. <laughs> no, I don't like the song either. It's too like. Uh, cringy for me but the vocals sound fucking amazing yeah yeah <laughs> no i didn't i didn't mix those i didn't do the vocals no, i don't even cool. know what the song is called i don't want to say it because spotify will yeah they'll be like listen here <laughs> um yeah i think that's that's funny i have one on here called dorsal fin and i kind of have some weirder mm-hmm. lyrics on that actually too um but yeah, I don't know. Just more experimentation. Trying to get weird with it. Trying to not like fit what I think is uh, good or popular, or whatever. Yeah. Just anyway. forget all the shit you did. Just go at it completely yeah. new. I think that like now it's like we can not have a lot of money, but still have access to like all of like really high quality stuff. You know, really high quality tools to make music. I mean, these fucking laptops aren't cheap, but it's like yeah. you could also do it without this. You got everything you need. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's somewhat affordable. Yeah. Like I have a fucking eight channel audio interface that was three hundred fifty dollars. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Back in the day, if you wanted an eight channel anything, <laughs> you want four? Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. you, like the only way to record was to fucking like tape for a while, and then yeah. digital was like hella expensive. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I think that though limiting yourself can be good sometimes, like you said, and not to be like, yeah, you only are gonna be able to do this one style of something, but just maybe yeah. not even not even limiting yourself, like actually like uh, physically or like with your tools, but like not trying to think about everything at once. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. Anyway, where are we at? An hour and thirty eight. That's pretty solid. That's a good way to finish it off. Uh, you got any you got any more questions? I'm trying to think about any questions. The for last you. question I had was uh what differentiates producers from the past. Ooh. Oh, oh from the past to the present? To the present, yeah. Okay, let's let's put maybe let's put tech to the side because we kinda talked about that. Yeah, t- tech is like a huge factor. Because obviously so that's a huge yeah. With anything, tech is Cause, and that's like non optional. Like it wasn't yeah. like because if you gave Prem a laptop back in the 90s, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. I think it would be di- completely different. Start making, like, fucking dubstep. 
course. Probably not. That'd be terrible. Sorry, sorry, hip hop yeah. fans. Yeah. That's mm. right. Preem would have been a dubstep. Um. Yeah. I don't know, like, if this is a shitty answer, yeah. but I feel like a lot of people just want to hop on trends now. And I'm not saying that that didn't happen back then, because definitely there's a lot of similar sounding stuff. And I honestly think that that was actually more because of the hardware limitations. Yeah. But now it's like, like we talked about it in Trap and stuff, and a lot of it sounds similar, but like, I know that artists will go to the people and be like, can you make me a drill beat? Yeah. You know? And it's like, with all this abundance of you can make everything sound so different, like stuff sounds... Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never hear some crazy weird effects on, like, drums on most hip-hop. Like, I could listen to Danny Brown or JPEG Mafia, and there will be some fucking weird shit going on. That's you true. Know? But, like, a mm. lot of it is, like, this is how the kick and the snare sound. Yeah. This is how the hi-hat sounds. This is how it's going to go. There's not, like... I mean, maybe that would change the whole genre so they wouldn't do it, but mm-hmm. I feel like for the amount of access to different stuff, the experimentation maybe isn't there as much yeah maybe i don't know that's just what do you think that's a good question um fuck you that's a tough one one (laughs) of the things i thought about was like hip-hop nowadays is run by like let's say like a bigger corporation yeah you know what i mean much more people involved in it yeah and tying it to sound would be like nowadays a beat or a song would be worked by multiple like engineers Say, for example, they would do, like, a, a melody, mm-hmm. and then they send it to the other guy. He would do the drums, mm. then they send the other guy. He would do... True. And then some guy would make the beat, and then one guy would get, like, the credit as a producer. That's so true. And if you look at... many artists working in... Yeah. Work. In the back. Yeah. yeah. And then... That's a good point. And then what makes it different from the past is, like, it was more independent, people more creative, and it would be, like, one person would have... Uh, would work on the beat. Yeah. Like an ill One dude like would do Illmatic the raps. Or like Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. He would have uh, maybe Primo doing the one of the beats. What is it? Polit- political as usual. Politics as usual. Yeah. yeah. He did yeah. that. Yeah. Or you have Nas. Like uh, Primo would be on Represent. Yep. And then basically one artist would do like a song or like the album. Yeah. But nowadays... Multiple people are working so many. on one song. Oh, that's so true, man. Like, like, like with Drake, you yep. would have a, a huge-ass department just oh working on one song. And Mystery Master. And you ever, like, guys. look at, like, the actual producer credits and stuff? I always see it, like, when the Grammys happen. Fuck the Grammys. It's like, but you see, and it's like... Because some guy that I knew yeah. who worked with, like, a dude that I went to high school with in Calgary. Yeah. He did, like, graphic design. But this guy, he was, like, a smaller producer. Yeah. And he got a Grammy on a Kanye West song. Because he, like, helped program the drums. And then I looked at the credit because it was for Hurricane yeah. off of Donda. And I looked at the credits because Hurricane won one of the best songs. Like, Dude, there was, like, 40 people, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, that's Kanye. So that's already surprised me because he's yeah. a producer and a rapper. Yeah. So it made me think, like, these Ice Spice people, like, what's happening? Like, yeah. she probably has writers. And then there's probably, yeah, like, eight producers, three engineers. Yeah, and I definitely think, like, it's crazy. specific artists are industry plants. Yeah, I totally, like, that's real. Ice Spice. Man, that's real. She's like... Sex house, you know. Yeah, she's like one of those where you just put the artists there and they're going to blow up. Yeah. 
and they would have all the marketing, all like well, people. Yeah, bro, they them. just have all this money. Yeah, you're in the Barbie movie. Yeah, how are you not gonna be famous? Yeah, like you literally have to be seen. Yeah, no, I totally get you. I remember seeing that shit. It popped up, and she was, uh, yeah, Munch, like the first big track she had. Yeah, and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't think she was like terrible. I was like, I don't like it, but like whatever. Yeah. But then it was like, yeah, like that song kind of got a little bit of traction. And then it was like, all of a sudden she's working with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. All of a sudden she's working with all these other people. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But That's... it's because her whole thing is I'm hot, which I don't like hot, hot take. <laughs> Ice Spice is not bad. She's, she's okay to me. It's cool. Uh, the body's nice, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I just hate gingers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's not really ginger, probably, but you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know. When she had the long, straight hair, bro, that was not for me. I like the little fro. The fro was the fro was definitely the her style. Yeah, the long, yeah. straight shit kind of looked... I was like, I don't know, man. It doesn't feel like spicy no more. No. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it's like it's like you said, like it's like... Because I think, like, we were talking about earlier, like, a lot of, like, music now is more entertainment. And it's, the music's still there, but it's, like, yeah. what are your dance moves? Yeah. You know, what are your outfits? Who are you hanging out with? What cars are you driving? Mm, yeah. Where's the ice? Oh, yeah. One point I forgot to mention is uh, there used to be a lot of, like, dance. And especially, like, in hip-hop songs, there's uh, that one dance that would just go crazy. Yeah. And, like, the jerk. The dirty. Yeah. The cat dance. Yep, facts. The oh, dances suck now. <laughs> the dance, yeah, they definitely. The dances were definitely sick, like back in the day. Oh man, like yeah. early two thousand, even two thousand tens. Every year there would be like a new dance that would go crazy. Man, we were at Fresh Fest. Yeah. And teach me how to doggy came on. Oh shit. And I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. It was so funny. Mm. I was with like uh, McCoy and Spicy and Poe. Yeah. And, bro, because Poe had never seen me, like, get drunk and dance before. Oh, shit. He was like, what the fuck is going on with you? I was like, man, this is my shit. Teach me how to Dougie. Mm-hmm. I start feeling like. In junior high. This is for me. Oh, my God. Every time I hear that, I, I don't know. Something inside of me is like, do the little, oh, drop the shoulder. Like, yeah. No, that's true. Dances are not. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like the back to the question, it would be, you know, lack of uh, I'll also say like the difference between independent and like mm. being in a record label. It's yeah, not much big commercial. split, you know. That's fact. Because you would have there's also like independent artists too. Yep. And then they would have like people work with like different big like record companies. Yep. And it's just that that line is like even more split. Yeah. Apart from each other. Facts. Because they both don't even fuck with each other that much. Yep. And then so. Yeah. So. What am I trying to get to? I'm forgetting my point. No, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Uh, commercial versus independent. Commercial versus independent. Yeah. And the songs usually like will blow up when it's like heavily like marketed. Oh, yeah. I think one of the big differences nowadays is like the marketing is super important. Uh, I Especially totally agree. When you do a play like. Making your own shit. A hundred percent. Because we can mm-hmm. all make music and put yeah. it out, but how the fuck is it ever going to get seen? Yeah. You know? Like, I've bought ads. Yeah. To, like, I've, I've we literally paid for ads. It was like, oh, yeah, this shit will pop up on Instagram. And it's like, 
Yeah, but nobody sees it because everybody else is doing that. And even if they yeah. do, who the fuck's clicking on it? Yeah, and you just got to pay way more. You know, but like you said, you're scrolling through Instagram and there's a full ass like thousand dollar produced video of this yeah. girl or these dudes, whatever, you know, and yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remember that, you know, I'm yeah. not going to remember that random kid. So, you know, it's definitely the marketing is tough. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that's why like live stuff is still kind of cool. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely tougher for hip hop. But Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end it there. Yeah. Which is barely almost got two hours. Almost got two hours. That's a good amount. Um Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna give you a question, but that's gonna like It's gonna fuck everything up. It's gonna make it way longer. It's gonna make it three hours. Yeah. Cause this is a debate that we're doing in like research <gasps> class. I mean did like what's better, uh live sound or recording. Oh, okay. I won't get into because I I liked those um, things in Andrew's class because it kind of makes me understand how other people think and but it's cool. I'm saying like I can tell you that question now. Yeah, and would probably talk about it. yeah <laughs> and just like you want to save it. You would probably save that. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I feel like recording's got to be better, but I have fuck yeah. I guess it's the whole experience cause of because recording with the beats and stuff. Yeah. So. Now I'm with you recording, but that's just like us being producers. But yeah, because a lot of you like yeah. If if you, I don't know, like I I love live shows. Yeah. But yeah. it's yeah. I, I mean, would, I would say like there's a lack of fidelity in live shows. A hundred percent. Because you're not gonna like, and you're not gonna hear the beat it or like the music and not as full resolution. Yes, not the way it's intended. And I would ar- I would argue like, what's more natural than hearing it in the starting process you know facts when you're making it what's what's more like the way it was supposed to the like the artist intended you to hear it than hearing it while they're doing it i think that like rock bands might and i don't know if it's better but i think they could benefit from live because it's like kind of like a performance yeah but like the rap shows i've seen live they're really impressive like yeah. to see the rappers do it but it's like yeah like it's not gonna sound as good as like you know the recording I think from like an audience perspective, which is what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. I'd say like recording, hundred percent. Yeah, because you think that it gives the, it reflects the artists like better. Because I think it just, like, it, it fits the authenticity, like mm, the authenticity, authenticity yeah, yeah, yeah. of what the artist is trying to go. I got you because you're witnessing while they're doing it i got you you know what i mean and then uh you're hearing it way more quality yeah i got in you in terms of the beat and just all that no that's fair yeah did you have people on your side in the debate no we have we didn't have it yet oh uh, i see so we have four groups oh, this guy's using me for his homework <laughs> no <laughs> yeah kidding. we have four groups yeah and okay. uh Tragically, I'm on the side of uh arguing for live sound so yeah that's i have to make an argument for yeah. live so Man, yeah. it gets heated. We did yeah. ours was um what's better? Um should should artists focus more on just like getting mm-hmm. singles and more like tracks out, or should they focus on like fully fledged like concept albums? Like what's more important? Like getting more music out, like whether it's a compilation and like the ideas don't have to all be similar, yeah. or coming out with like a project that everything is like it all came from this 
And I wanted to argue that a concept album is more important. And I got put on the side. And I just fucking went for it. You know, I was like, you're yeah. not going to make any money. You're going to sell these records. I just went corporate mode. And I was like, fuck it. So the other side is like selling records? or Kind of. Uh, it's like... Because like right now, we've put out a few... Me and Sam put out a few singles, right? Yeah. For the spooky shit, that's technically a concept album. Because it's all yeah. kind of like out of the same thing. Yeah. What's more important? I know that there's more like artistry and thought and shit that went into that one album that all is kind of cohesive but people get a different wider range if they have all these different kinds of things yeah rather than trying to stick to one thing so i mean there's a few different ways you can look at it but i think like in terms of like looking at a book perspective you would, i would say uh a concept album is important but you have to be already like established that's what i'm saying you already have it's hard that to need to fuck with you in order to come with a concept album. I totally agree. Yeah. Because, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, we got to figure out some intro-outro music. Uh, Unless you don't want to do that again, but... No, nah, I'll have to do that. Okay. Yeah, just send me the shit. I'll send you... I'll, I'll figure some shit. Perfect. All right. Well, that was episode four. Yeah. All right. I'll figure out for the name later, so... <laughs> you'll know when it comes out. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Catch you next time. Peace.